We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 282. I'm Randa. I'm Corey. And this is the EFGHI edition. Yeah. You want to take a wild guess why I, I called this EFGHI? Well, I, I know. <laughs> oh, you do know? I get it. <laughs> and we still have an F and an I. I don't remember H. What was it? We had to. I mean, because yeah, um, it was a little one over down down near uh, Texas, wasn't it? Or kind of on the Corpus Christi. What was that one? That oh was, shoot, that I was mean, the tropical storm. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, we for, don't have much of a memory here. <laughs> but storm. you you got it. But but yeah. for our listeners, uh, these are the <laughs> tropical storm and or hurricane names since last week. <laughs> E F G H and I, and man, and we're getting well. We're getting ready to have J. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is, but we have a uh, uh, TD eleven. No, what is that out there? Um, uh, I, yeah, yeah, it's TD eleven. Yeah. yeah, which is going to become a tropical storm. We'll get. We'll talk more about that then. But man, the you know we the I think the hurricane people. Colorado, you know the the experts in Colorado, and hurricane experts, yeah, and uh, and uh, they were right to up their thing because they had it down and then they you know upped it a little bit. So right, <sighs> so did Noah though, just a little bit. Yeah, that that's smart. And we're getting in. I mean, we're getting into September. September is the time. We'll talk a lot a lot more about the hurricaneage here in a bit. I, I started to do the whole podcast about Hurricane Idalia, and by the time people listen to this, it's going to be on land. So uh, we'll talk a little bit, a little bit about it. We are recording at about nine o'clock on Tuesday evening, and I have uh, the hurricane up on my big iMac uh, right now. It's a Category Two. I really like the name Idalia. Yeah, it's cool. It makes me think of onions. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which that would be a V. We may not get to V this year. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. The way this is going, right. you, you never know. But I thought this was interesting, too. Uh, the I name, was it last year that Ian destroyed the West? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the I, tropical storm names are really not good for Western Florida. Nah, nah. And who knows what they're going to be next year. <laughs> but here back at home... The heat wave ended. Wow. It ended. Yeah. Okay, you sound apprehensive. It was great. I mean, I love the I love the temperatures. Yeah, it was getting a little, a little toasty today. Not too bad, but wasn't bad. Before that, boy. Yesterday, the day before, it was great. Oh man. 
I know. But, you know, with a wave, waves sometimes, you know, go up and down, up and down. I, yeah, I think we're going back up. Don't you? Yeah. We'll talk about that a little later. I have heard stuff. So I want you to, to do yeah, that well, in your model. We'll, we'll look at it all together here in a few. Yeah, yeah. But but in the meantime, I went to play disc golf today. No. I could breathe. Oh. Went to Forsyth. So you could breathe. I, well, yeah, because the humidity was like way low. Yeah, it was. I mean, now it was it was hot, and I I have a feeling I'm feeling my uh, face, and it's it's kind of hot. So I I didn't put suntan lotion on my you face. May have, you may have you, you may have little rosy cheeks over there. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I do use sunscreen because I'm I'm the type of person if I go out, kind of like you, but we not about yeah. You're pretty light. Not as bad as you. <laughs> no, no I, I burn pretty, I mean, pretty good. I look at my arms. I yeah. mean, your arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty white. These are my pool. These are my pool. That's my pool tan right there. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's true. That's dark, man. <laughs> well, for you, yeah, that's yeah. pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, you spend most of your time in the cave, so it's like why. I mean, I, I do see my watch. That's dark. That's oh, okay. why I'm impressed. Yeah. Corey's showing me his. He took his watch off. Okay, I'm impressed. You you do actually tan like a little, a like little. like five percent. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I wouldn't say that. But. Well, you do. Well, I'm yeah. like ten percent. I don't know. Mm. Uh. My kids can tan. I guess they get that from Shara. I don't know. Yeah, Shara tans right. Yeah. I mean, she tans really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I know not to, you know, stay out there. And we're getting into September. I mean, we're at the end of August now, the 29th. I mean, the average high today is 87, and the average low is 65. Next week. That was close to what we had today, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Oh, I didn't look at the actual, my ambient station. But anyway, next week, 7-5. Uh, uh, no, it's not July. It's 9-5. <sighs> July. Well, yeah. I know. Well, see, I... Uh, I, I I forget to change thing on this outline. September fifth uh, next week will be eighty five and sixty three, which is two degrees lower than it is this week. So we are definitely on the downswing of all of this. Uh-huh. Um, I saw one of our our uh, Stormdar fans at Walmart today. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but TJ, I think he does. He does. TJ, shout out to TJ, man. Uh, yeah, over, finally met him over on Forsyth. Yeah, he said that you came, you went over to his place <laughs> yeah. and installed his. He wasn't yeah. sure if his temperature thing was working right. Oh, though. really? I yeah, don't, he said it might I, be dirty. It might be, might might be a battery thing. Oh, it could be a battery because that's what affects our temperature. The battery, and he might oh might, might right. give him a ring or something. Give him a. Go help him change that sometime. Yeah. Nice guy. I oh, mean, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was great. I, I see him come through Silver Dollar City every now and then, him and his wife. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, T- TJ is a good guy, man. So, yeah, you might, you guys might hook up, see what's that. Yeah, a battery. You probably, he had, probably hasn't changed the battery in how many years you, ago? You know what? That's probably true. There you go. I bet that's what's going on. You have to commission you to do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not um, on his roof, though. He has it on a little pole. Oh, that's so, good. So yeah, that's it's easy. On his deck. What 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 did they say? It's at least six feet off the ground. Is that it? Or uh, because of yeah, ambient temperature? Some people say nine feet. I don't okay. know. Of course, I mean, it's just ambient doesn't actually say it. I, I go with what the National Weather Service says how they do theirs and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, yeah, because you can get you know 
heat from the ground or or whatever, you know, True. wind speeds and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, well, Gary had a good uh good take on why we don't record a lot of wind gust because the our weather station is on top of my house on the east side. Now, on the west side, there are trees. And his gotcha. theory is because we're I keep saying this, we're, we're not exactly in a valley, but we're kind of downhill. The way the wind generally flows is either southwest, west, or northwest, and it's shielding a little bit, he thinks. Because Brad, he gets like, oh, I had a 45-mile-an-hour gust, and I look at our station, it's like, oh, we got 28-mile-an-hour gust, you know? Right. So, I don't know. Still, I mean, it's it, it's all good. And it's been working great since you changed the battery in there. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how about that drought? How about it? How about it? I mean, uh, we had some wind. Wind. We had some rain. Yeah. Uh, is it doing any better? Well, Missouri's all droughty still. We're not. I mean, we're right on the edge of no drought at all here in Branson. Oh, that's good. The very northwest corner of Taney County has, you know, abnormally dry. The... Christian County's abnormally dry, uh, Northern Stone, but uh, you how know, about that, Springfield? This is, this is abnormally dry. Okay, still in D zero. But, but the northern part of Green, they're going to be in a D one moderate drought. Ew. This is a little. Uh, this is a little misleading. I hate to celebrate the not being in a drought right here because yeah, I think we had our rain for a while. I mean, we have chances here and there, but it's you know, it's pretty dry. Well, yeah, I know. We're looking at, I saw the new temperature outlook for the next 10 days or so. We were in the 88% above normal category and Ugh. below precip category again. Now for, now, for clarity, that's above average. Correct. Right. So we're going downhill now. So we're like in the low to middle 80s, above average could mean 90, maybe. You know? No, I don't think so. I think, no. I think we might be a little north of that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But we'll see on the model minute in a few well, minutes. Well, you know what? It, it it we might as well get to that model oh, okay. minute. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Model minute. Model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Yeah. So. Tell me what's going on. I mean, are we going to get any rain? Are we going to get any? We're going to. Is the heat wave coming back? What's going on? Well, I got my uh, finger on the scroller, and I'm scrolling from now to the days to come, okay. and I'm almost halfway through the model. Oh, and there's some rain over us. Right oh, good. There. Like when? Mar uh, March. No. <laughs> that, July. <laughs> That's the uh, this. <laughs> God, what is this month? We're going into September. We're going into September, yes. <laughs> September 4th. What is that? Uh, oh, that's Monday. Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I think the 5th next week is Tuesday, I think. So maybe a, a hint of rain on the on Labor Day. Oh, on Labor, Labor Day. Day. Yeah, the 4th is Labor Day. Now, we're not talking a washout by any means. Okay. Light stuff here and there. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to fast forward on to... The 6th, which is the Wednesday, Wednesday after uh -huh. that. And it looks like a big something coming through. Ooh, Missouri. okay. That's exciting. A big something. I don't know what that something is. But uh, 
It looks like to bring some rain into parts of the uh, drought-stricken areas of, of northern Missouri, then kind of form a line moving into our area. Oh, that'd be nice. But, uh, like I said, that's a good week and a day away. Well, th- now, to clarify, the drought-stricken areas are basically west-central Missouri, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, that's exactly where the heaviest precipitation is scheduled for on this model. Is the uh, I'll show you, even though home people can't see it. And oh, it, that's something. And okay. It just forms a line and kind of moves on. Looks down like a cold here. front. That's exactly what I was thinking because yeah. it goes up through uh, Illinois, you know, down to Texas. This model kind of has it petering out a little bit before it gets down here, but. I'll check the thermal, see if what that says on that. Yeah, because I've been hearing the heat's coming back, but not sure what they're not. Yeah. It's been going back and forth. So, but I'm not we sure. got uh, you know chances of precipitation. I mean, it's definitely not a dry, bare radar like we had a couple of weeks ago, where there was nothing on the model. Yeah, we have you know bouts of precipitation, nothing to write home about, nothing big. No major uh, systems coming through. Doesn't look like nothing. Nothing swirling coming from the south, from the Gulf of Mexico, right over us, right like that. Because this would be a great time for that. You know, September. That's usually when they would be. But anyway, you gonna go to thermals? Let's see what we got here. Yeah. Because this week. The forecast grid is like all in in the eighties, which is going to be beautiful. But I've been well, hearing this week until the weekend. The weekend, then going back up again. Yeah, all right. I'm looking at eighties, eighties uh, until the second Saturday. Okay, that's Saturday. Right. Man, yeah, that has Joplin at hundred degrees on Saturday. Ooh. Springfield at ninety six. And it looks like we are around on ninety-eight. What's our high Saturday on the on the grid? Oh, I'll check. Uh, let's see, ninety-seven-ish. Uh, the last I checked earlier was it said like ninety, but for Saturday, yeah, for oh, Saturday. This, uh, this, well, now the that GFS was has this a little way longer. earlier today. Uh, okay, so Saturday they're now saying ninety GFS for us. Wants to go a little warmer on that. Sunday ninety-two. Labor Day 92 and Tuesday 93 is what the forecast grid says. Interesting. Well, I'm looking at 90, around around 90 after that. Not not really too bad, actually. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Let me... Corey's scrolling through his phone. I'm scrolling through. (laughs) I should have brought my iPad for this. Yeah. Next time. I'm, I'm going to go with low to mid-90s this weekend. And then by Tuesday, mid to upper 90s into Wednesday. Okay. And then. Uh-oh. And then. Now, here's that Wednesday front thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look and see what, what's going on here. It looks like we might get a couple day uh, of cooler temperatures with that front. Maybe one day, maybe 80s. Oh, okay. But then by 
then buy next Saturday and Sunday back to 99s and 100s. Ew. There's a, there's. Hey, while you're at that 99 and 100, could you check uh, the PWAT? Uh, PWAT stands for precipitable water, and that's kind of a direct measurement um, of what, I mean, it, it, does it have that on the GFS, precipitable water? Let's see here. Because when we had that, ba- you know, like last week when we had the excessive heat warning and it was like sticky and humid and, and you know, heat uh, dew points in the 80s and stuff, the precipitable water was anywhere from an inch and a half to two inches. So if we can cross-reference uh, that, if it has it, uh, if it's lower, then we've got low humidity. About... Hmm. If it even it's says It's not... That. Stupid high. Okay. So maybe not a- one and one point two five. Okay, so a little humidity, but not, not not stupid. Not stupid. Okay, that's good. I guess. Of course we're this this one that I brought just brought up, this one hundred degree temp is like a good twelve days out, so Oh, that could change. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could definitely change. And hopefully it will. But but I mean, looking even further, it's back to 100s every day. No, we no. I don't like that. And we're talking about. <laughs> I don't like that. We're talking about this model ends on the 14th of September. That's way too hot for that time of year. No, no. Just think because fall starts seven days after that. Yeah. Well, the trees aren't going to be responding. Of course, they won't respond till you know October anyway. Right. But if we don't get the rain right now, we won't have a. We won't have any color. Yeah. That will be the color killer right there. And and here's the problem. We've got all the way till next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, before we even have a chance of any type of rain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it didn't look too promising. Oh, I thought we were going to be on this good stretch here because we had some bouts See, this, of rain. This, this, these past two days were a teaser, and it got everybody thinking, oh, this could be it. Pumpkin <laughs> spice. Bring it out. Bring out right. the pumpkins. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, we have to hang on to the pumpkins until October, at least. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and that, that goes to the 14th. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you We're know what? We're talking for the 14th and Branson. Mm-hmm. It wants to give us a 104. I don't like that model. Well, I, I'll have to pick another one. Yeah. Well, okay. next week we'll just have to check. Oh, wait a minute. We won't have a podcast next week. This is going to be Labor Day. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're going out a couple of weeks here. Oh, yeah. And we'll see about next week after that because uh, I'm going to be out of town. So Ooh. you might have a special guest. Oh, I could. Yeah, going, I could. To, going to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Got us a room and a Broadway show. Oh, nice. Staying at the University of Arkansas at a hotel there. Ooh. And... Uh, yeah, I'm sure old, I could. old hotel Cor- Cornell Hall is what it's called. Nice. And uh used to be a, an old dorm. So we're looking forward to that. That's our 30th dating anniversary, not marriage anniversary. <laughs> we're going to go see a Broadway show there at the Walton Center on uh Which show? It's called Six. Oh, I've heard of that. It's very interesting. There's it, no, it's... no intermission in this show. It's on all it's uh, about the uh, Henry VIII's six wives who got beheaded and all this, and it's oh, that sounds a, romantic. It's, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a musical from their point of view. Oh so, wow! 
It's pretty high energy from what I understand. Well, and, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the group six that performs in Branson. That's two. Yeah, but I, I always <laughs> think of that. I always thought. I Most always think do. When, when I saw, you know, that show come out, and it's just called Six, I bet it really messed with some people's heads here in Branson. <laughs> We're gonna see Kevin. We're gonna six see is, Lynn. We're gonna six see. Six is going to Broadway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we need. And, and they're female now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a show like you've never seen <laughs> <Yes>. before. <laughs> Only in Fayetteville. There First time go. in Arkansas. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what? You deserve that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll go to that. So you know what else is high around here? <laughs> I was kind of amazed. You sent me a graphic from, I'm not sure where you, where you got that from, but it, it said ragweed was like 325. It just exploded. Now, this is not today. You said that. It was 255, and it was yesterday. 255. Wow. And this is from Springfield Green County Health Department. Holy cow. And uh, it was 255, and that was just the ragweed count yeah. alone. Today, it's gone way down, and it's only 112. But okay. that's still enough. Now I've seen it as high as four fifty before. Well, almost. last week was forty, so or something. Oh, yeah. It wasn't well, or twenty five or something. It wasn't much. It was two the week before that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely on the move. Yeah. And I think one twelve. I think it'll be a lot higher tomorrow and the next day. It it, it, it fluctuates a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hasn't bothered me a bit, so I'm not complaining. Good yet. Good. Yeah. I'm not taking any chances. If if I miss a day, I'm going to be snotting and sneezing and. Well, you get out there and play. You know. Yeah, Ra- I'm out there in the weeds. disc golf. Right. <laughs> so. Well, I should have a ragweed disc golf tournament. I, I'm just going to stay in the cave, I think. I think maybe that Oh, helps. you're going to be fine. Helps a lot out there. Okay, here's a question for you. In the cave, is there a lot of mold in the cave? Could be. Okay. Just curious. Depends. I never thought of that. Depends because... on who you ask. Oh, okay. Depends yeah. on who you ask. Because um, there's water. A, there's not a whole lot of mold. There's there's the uh, there's greenery that grows, not not mold, but it's you know like ferns will grow down there, not because they're planted into the rock, just because of airborne uh, spores 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 that blow around and and anywhere there's light from our artificial lights light and moisture are gonna cause that to grow. There you go. So then you have green all over the wall. People think it's bulbous. It's not. It's just like moss. Oh, yeah, because moss, moss grows almost anywhere. Yeah. You get some little right. light on it. Right. Okay, I don't know. I just thought that was that was curious. So. No, we don't really have any mold down there, though. Okay. But, so. Yeah. How about mold? Uh, is there a cladosporium still going on around here? Moderate. Yeah, because now we're all drying up, so the mold will probably be going down with the weeds going up, is my guess. Yeah, grass is moderate. Weeds are high. Ambrosia. This is mm-hmm. the highest. That's ragweed. Yep. But other there's nettle and it's low, but moderate would be. And chin, chinopods, whatever those What'd are. What did you have on yours? I, this, yeah. You ragweed, go, nettle, and chinopods. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Yeah. And all week, I mean, from pollen.com, they're saying all week is just high. Uh, pollen's all high all the way, which makes sense. I mean, we're to that time of year. Right. Yeah, I'm wondering if the ragweed will slow down once the temperature gets warmer. Because I know when you have cool snaps, that when it kind, that's when it kind of triggers that you know ragweed to go. Oh, we, we better pollinate. Who knows? I don't know. I I don't know. Guess we can find out. Because it's going to get warmer. There you go. Well, it has, but th- this isn't as high as it will be. I can tell you that right now. 
Oh, I'm, oh I believe yeah. that. I mean, yeah. we, I can't wait. Have to bring out all the nasal sprays and everything. Yeah. So, well, let's get to huh, the biggie. It's tropical. Yeah, right now uh, it's 918. Hurricane Idalia, maximum sustained winds of 105 miles per hour, headed towards central the central west coast of Florida. And uh, all along the west coast, right, what, what do we see, Corey? Cape Canaveral all the way up to, or Cape not Cape Canaveral, Canaveral uh, on the Cape other Coral. Side. Cape Coral, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way up to Tallahassee. Tornado watches. The, those yeah. rain bands are headed up there, and uh, I and had they're getting the, already lashed with all that stuff. Oh gosh, those rain bands are not. Yeah, so uh, they're talking about uh, storm surge inundation, especially for Key 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 Coral Coral Key Coral yeah, Key. I think it I think is, so. uh, or Cedar Key. I don't know, but That's all up along there, ten to fifteen feet. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's, they're saying it's historic. Yeah, we'll see. and definitely they're saying that this the uh, Cedar Key, Florida mayor said this is the worst we've ever seen, and someone else said it's a storm like this hasn't been seen in this particular location since 1896. That's over 100 years, well over 100 years. Oh yeah, and I don't know which tropical system that was. They didn't really name him back then, or who was yeah. alive then. Yeah. How do they know that? <laughs> well, they they kept track of that. Yeah, and then Ian, you know, we were talking earlier. It's like Ian is probably yeah. I, I I named tropical storms are really not good for western Western Florida. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, okay. Hurricanes beginning with I are the most retired storm names in hurricane history. Wow. And Idalia could be next. Isn't that something? Maybe it's just interesting. The, the United Nations World Meteorological Organization maintains a list of names for, you know, all the blah, blah, blah oceans. Right. And uh, three I names have been retired in the past three years. So every year the I name has been retired. Ian, Isa, Ias. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, shoot, what's the other I one? I think it would mention it here, but it doesn't. I can't really. forget Isa, Ias. I mean, you know, that <laughs> that was that was a weird name. I, who came up with that? I'm sorry. No one could pronounce it. It's like Utkiadvik. Oh, I got a nickel. Hurricane Ian is the most recent storm. Yeah, that was last year. 2022 it? Category 4, causing more than 150 deaths. Man. Uh, Isa Ias. Mm-hmm. And... What's that other I? Did? I know. I should know this name. Once you say it, I'm going to... Uh. Irene? No, it's nope. not Irene. Ida. Ida. Right. Yeah. Interesting. The tater tot people. No, that's or Ida. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, I don't see Issa Eas on this. Oh, list. really? So Issa Eas may not have been one of the retirees then. Right. Well, they better not bring it 22, back. 20, 22, 2022 was Ian. 2021 was Ida. Huh. 2020? Oh. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why? This is just, you know, yes, it's an ice storm, but it's not the real ice storm. Oh. Because it's Iota. Remember that? Iota. Yeah. That was the second ice storm. Remember those? When I- we ice the, storm. When we went to. <laughs> when we went, that's a Greek alphabet storm, remember? Oh. Was it not? 
Oh, when it went. Oh, when we went. Had Is so Iota many? A Greek? I. Oh my gosh. Maybe not. Oh my gosh. And 2020 was Iota. One of them we had like we went way past. Yeah. You know, and the, that the, was that year, I think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, out of all the retired named storms in the history of named storms, 15% of them are eyes. Well, that's kind of scary because yeah. I have I have friends, and I'm sure you probably I don't know if you do, but I have friends in Tampa and north of there. I'm like, Ugh. so we don't we don't want that. Uh, wow, I dale you. I don't know anybody in. What are you looking at? <laughs> Breaking news. Uh oh, ding 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 ding. There's ding. a seed tick on my arm. Oh well, don't bring it in here. And where would I've gotten a seed tick? Have you been out in the woods? No, I have not been out in the woods. Huh. We'll kill it. Just watching it. <laughs> okay, well, if you watch a seed tick. <laughs> That's a seed tick. Usually the, when you have one seed tick, you have more. Oh, gosh, don't right? say that. I don't want to infest my house here. I haven't noticed anything, personally. Well, you better check yourself for ticks later, because uh, oh, it's the first tick I've had on my arm for months. I see it. Oh, I, mean, I don't know why I would get a tick from the cave. Well, no. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe it's a it's a ladybug. That's what it is. It's a ladybug. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh gosh. Now you got me worried. Yeah. Uh, I, no, that's too. the last time. Anyway, where were we? Uh we were like talking about hurricanes. Oh, okay. But yeah. uh, uh, okay. Uh Hurricane Idalia, but now we have also have Hurricane Franklin. Maximum sustained winds of 125 miles per hour. It's about 305 miles west of Bermuda. It's headed northeast, so it will not uh, affect Bermuda, although Bermuda has a tropical storm warning out there, so they're not going to get hammered, but they'll get some stuff. Um, It's going to slowly slowly decrease and eventually, you know, kind of give up the ghost. Uh, So now on the lesser side, we have Tropical Depression 11, which we talked about earlier. That's going to be the J name. Right now has maximum sustained winds of 35 miles per hour. Uh, It's in the middle of the Atlantic. It's just like right in the middle of the Atlantic. The forecast is it's going to become a tropical storm, but then that's probably it. It's not going to become a hurricane. And the final thing, which we kind of need to watch again, a yellow X, on the map, there's a wave located between Cabo Verde Islands and the west coast of Africa. So it's that Goldilocks zone. We've got another one coming out. Uh, the seven-day projection is 50% that it could be something. And that's all we have in the Atlantic. And what then, was your wind speed on Idalia? 105. Uh, and that was the 7 o'clock. Up to 110 now. So that thing is bombing. And 110 is the... Maximum category two. two. Yeah. 111 would be yep. category three. Oh, my gosh. That must be an interim because... This is the 9 o'clock update. The, nine, yeah, well, the I, 10 o'clock Eastern update. Yeah, okay, because I got the 7 update. It's, so, wow. So, it is in two hours. It Why is... Jeez. Yeah. Yep. 960 is what the pressure is down to. 960? That doesn't seem very low. No, it's not. Well... Because I, I think Franklin was 125, and its pressure was like 937. It was way low. Well, it's a lot bigger right now. Yeah. Oof. And the eye, I mean, we, we watched Radar right before we did the podcast. It's a little wobbly. It's kind of ovally. So maybe that thing's going to, oh, it's tight. I mean, it's, it's dropping, I mean, from. Bombing it, out. 
What's the what's the definition of a bomb again? Uh, a bomb a bomb cyclone or bombogenesis technically is twenty four hours. Twenty four hours, twenty four millibars. Okay, let's see here. One August millibar per 30, hour. Two o'clock GMT. When is that? Well, a Nine when? o'clock. What? August thirtieth. Two o'clock. So GMT. minus five. So that's nine o'clock. So just PM tonight, now, basically. Yeah. So uh, two o'clock. So there was no two o'clock update because now they're going every two hours. It looks like. Which so I like that. O'clock update was nine eighty three, and now it's nine sixty. Whoa! So that's twenty four hours. So yeah, it's oh my gosh, that's twenty three. Holy, that's almost the bomb cyclone. I bet. I bet it will be soon. I mean, oh, it is. They said it's going to keep going. Are there now? Last week's uh, weather word of the week was ex- uh, explosive. Uh, what was it? Explosive something. Uh, Do I have it? Wait a minute. Yeah, Do I have the deepening. Explosive deepening. Yeah. How do you remember that? <laughs> Smart. Oh wow, I, I, you got good, that memory, good man. Memory. Yeah, which is uh, way faster than biomogenesis. It's like five millibars per hour for at least six hours. So that would be twenty-five well, in six hours. Here. Oh my. Gosh, twenty one hundred GMT. It was nine. That's four o'clock. Yeah. Midnight GMT. Seven o'clock. Nine sixty five. Mm-hmm. The next update two hours later. Nine. Nine sixty. Boy, that thing is tanking. So I think it might be a, in a. Oh, that's at least going to be a Cat three. I mean, it's obviously well, going to be it's a Cat got three. One more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 111 and, and higher is Cat 3. Right. Let's hope it didn't be a Cat 4. Well, I mean, once you get up there to major, uh, that's what they consider major hurricane. Well, Cat 3 is major. I mean, you know, it's it's going right over that part of the gulf that is <sighs> yeah. warm, warm, it's very warm rich. water. Man, that is. It's just feeding that thing. No. And it looks great on your radar, by the way. We were looking at it on the radar. It's yeah, just, the Tampa wow. Bay radar. If you go out there, well, it, it, this is not live. They'll see it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we're on You'll Tampa Bay radar. You'll be able to see the remnants by tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Affecting it, northern pretty amazing. part of Florida. Well, let me tell you what's going on in the Pacific. We got uh, post-tropical cyclone, Irwin which means he's kind of given up the ghost, is right in the middle of Central Pacific. Uh, maximum sustain winds of 40. It's going to hang on, but it's not going to really do anything. And there's a wave 750 miles south-southeast of Hilo. Uh, it's headed west, so it's not going to do anything. So that's... You know, all the action now is in the Atlantic. You know, in when we had May and June and July, all the action was over there in, in the Pacific. So... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, you know what? It's almost time for the weather school. Okay. And you know what the weather school is about? Guess what's going to happen in a couple of days? September 1st? Yeah. Meteorological fall? It is. Meteorological fall. And that's what our weather school is about. It it explains why we have meteorological fall as opposed to astronomical fall. Uh, Now, I got to say that the actual uh, weather school says we're officially in it because that's how I recorded it. But we are we're not officially in it until uh, Thursday. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Storm Dar Weather School. We are officially in meteorological fall now. 
But how does that differ with astronomical fall? Meteorologists and climatologists break down the seasons into groupings of three months based on the annual temperature cycle as well as our calendar. We generally think of winter as the coldest time of the year and summer as the warmest time of the year, with spring and fall being the transition seasons, and that is what the meteorological seasons are based on. Meteorological spring includes March, April, and May. Meteorological summer includes June, July, and August. Meteorological fall includes September, October, and November. And finally, meteorological winter includes December, January, and February. By following the civil calendar and having less variation in season length and season start, it becomes much easier to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics. Both are which very useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes. The equinoxes mark the time when the sun passes directly above the equator. In the northern hemisphere, the summer solstice falls on or around June 21st, and the winter solstice on or around December 22nd. The vernal or spring equinox on or around March 21st, and the autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. These seasons are reversed, but begin on the same dates in the southern hemisphere. The Earth actually travels around the Sun in 365.24 days, so an extra day is needed every fourth year, creating what we know as leap year. This also causes the exact date of the solstices and the equinoxes to vary. Astronomical timing as the basis for designating the temperate seasons dates back at least to the Julian calendar used by the ancient Romans. It continues to be used on many modern Gregorian calendars worldwide, although some countries like Australia, New Zealand, and Russia prefer to use meteorological reckoning. The precise timing of the seasons is determined by the exact times of transit of the Sun over the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn for the solstices and the times of the Sun's transit over the equator for the equinoxes, or a transitional date close to these times. These astronomical seasons are not of equal length because of the elliptical nature of the orbit of the Earth. From the March equinox, it currently takes 92.75 days until the June solstice, then 93.65 days until the September equinox, 89.85 days until the December solstice, and finally 88.99 days until the March equinox. There are also six ecological seasons. First, there's the pre-vernal, early or pre-spring, and that's from February to March. Deciduous tree buds begin to swell. Some types of migrating birds fly from winter to summer habitats. There's vernal, which is spring, and that's from March to late April, 
tree buds burst into leaves. Birds establish territories and begin mating and nesting. There's the estival, which is the high summer, and that begins in June in the most temperate climates. Trees are in full leaf. Birds hatch and raise offspring. There's the serotonal, or late summer, and that generally begins mid to late August. Deciduous leaves begin to change color in higher latitude locations, above 45 degrees north. Young birds reach maturity and join other adult birds preparing for autumn migration. The transitional harvest season begins by early September. There's the autumnal, and that generally begins from mid to late September. Tree leaves in full color then turn brown and start falling to the ground. Birds start migrating back to their wintering areas. And finally, there's hibernal, which is winter. It begins in December in mild temperate and November in the cool temperate. Deciduous trees are bare and fallen leaves begin to decay. Migrating birds are settled into their winter habitats. A little fun fact. In the winter, anywhere from January 2nd through January 5th, the Earth is actually closest to the Sun, or what we call periapsis. And on the flip side, in summer, anywhere from July 4th through July 7th, the Earth is farthest away from the Sun, or apoapsis. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. Yeah, but it's not going to feel like meteorological fall. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah, you, you have all that, that hot hotness news coming back. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's okay. All right, time for in other news. I have one little bitty thing, and hopefully Corey's got something. Uh, I heard a TV meteorologist say, not local, uh, I thought this was interesting because I had never really heard this this term before. Uh, he said, uh, war- the warm waters in the Gulf could hypercharge storms. Hypercharge. I've never really hypercharge. Hypercharge. And it was one word, and I'm... My my spell check on my stuff says no. That's that's not it. <laughs> so, but I, I mean that's kind of obvious though. When you got ocean temperatures of ninety degrees and storms going over there, like this thing, but that hap- happens every year. Yeah, and I don't know. I think uh, what was the word hyper hypercharge? Hypercharge is just a new word for. Bombogenesis. Yeah, I or... guess. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess that's crazy. I, I don't know. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting, right? Uh, but that's all I got. So you got anything? The moon looks nice tonight. Oh, it's big. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow we're gonna have a very rare blue moon. Oh, it's a, a blue super moon, I should say. Okay. And you know, I see these Facebook posts where oh, we're gonna have a blue moon. It's gonna be tinted blue. Go go out and look. No, no, no. that's where they get you. It's not blue at all. <laughs> They're gonna get you. Right it's here. just uh, the second full moon of this month, and it is. Yeah. Why it's called a blue moon? I don't know. Why isn't it called full moon number two? I don't know. 
And why do they keep calling it Supermoon? How many Supermoons have we had in the past oh, two lots, years? Like lots, 50? Lots. 50? <laughs> but we have a problem. Uh-oh. What is that problem? This Supermoon is occurring tomorrow. What else is occurring tomorrow? Uh-oh. What? A hurricane is hitting Florida. So we're high tiding. So oh. they're thinking a storm surge could be historic. Not only due to the hurricane, but due to the fact of the pull from the supermoon. Oh, no. The gravitational pull is going to make the tides higher than they normally would be. Yep. And the timing is pretty bad, the meteorologists over there on the East Coast are saying, for this supermoon. Oh, my gosh, yes. So uh, it could be uh, make tidal flooding worse not only in Florida, but in states such as Georgia and South Carolina. So... Uh, Something to watch out for. This could be historic for sure. Dear Lord. That's right. Oh, no. I don't no. even know what the supermoon's called. Do you? Have they made a name for it? Or is it just the blue supermoon? It's not the harvest moon, is it? I, I don't know. know. I haven't heard. They, they always have names. I mean, people can gurgle it, I guess. It's like, I don't know. I'm all itchy now. Uh, <laughs> so you found that tick, so now you think, yeah. I know what you mean. You think everything is crawling on you. It, right. It's not. There's, there's nothing on me. Thing. Now I'm going to go home and take a shower. There, <laughs> there you go. <sighs> I just took one. I washed all the seed ticks off me, and then now you got them. So. Anyway, yeah. Wow. Something to watch. I don't know. That's really all I had in other news, though. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, well, you know, that, sometimes there's just not much going on. So let's get to the last segment. It's the Weather Word of the Week. Okay, it's time for the Weather Word of the Week. So, Corey, what is this week's Stormdar Weather weather Word slash phrase of the week? Dirty high. Mm, wow. That's a dirty, dirty high. Okay, so what is a dirty high? I think everybody knows what a dirty high is. Yeah. It's high pressure. It usually brings clear... High pressure usually brings clear weather... But high pressure is termed dirty if it has a canopy of clouds associated with it. Okay. These clouds (laughs) can form due to low-level fog building under a mid-level inversion. Ooh. Cap. Oh, yeah. Or lifting mechanisms like warm air advection. Ah. Makes sense to me. Because We've had some warm air advection. You can you can see warm air advection on on radar on Springfield radar. You can those yeah. those streets is like yeah, kind of scary. We've had some streaky stuff going through, and it kind of blows up. Looks like moisture, you know, going through, and it's nothing really. It's just you know warm air advection. Yeah, and we also have cold air advection. It doesn't show up on radar like warm air advection, but well, now wait a minute. Does it? See those little fronts? That little front line? It comes I guess. In? I mean, it's it's it it, they're totally different. different. Yeah. 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 But yeah sometimes you flip on that uh, precipitation depiction and kind of get those little, especially outflow boundaries. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. For outflow sure. boundaries flying around everywhere, but not now. We had a good outflow boundary. I mean, it washed out before it got here. So we went to uh, the Shepherd of the Hills the other night and watched our friend play in that show. Oh yeah. And. Uh, Big old cell over uh, Rogersville. I, t- I sent you a picture of it. Remember that? Yes, it, it was, was like a, a huge yeah, thunderstorm. It was beautiful. And it put out an outflow boundary, and it was just meandering over here. It kind of washed out closer it got, but sure enough, we felt it wasn't a big breeze. It wasn't a huge temperature drop. It's just a gentle breeze come through right when it – and it made the evening bearable because oh, that's up nice. until then, that's when – 
that was the Friday was the last day or Saturday actually was the last day of the heat advisory. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what you know stopped that. The heat advisory canceled at seven o'clock and the show started at eight. So that's where we were when it got canceled. Or oh some, man! So there. it it did work out really yeah. well. You know, sometimes I hate. Uh, I have discretion on on uh, posting these outflow boundaries coming out because they do what we call mix out. I mean, it, it only has so much energy going out. It's generated kind of like a tsunami. It just the tsunami will go, but then it just starts the energy starts mixing out. And some of them are more powerful than others. Yeah, and depending on where the storm was to begin with. You know, you have a better chance, you know, yeah. like, like if it's on the other side of Springfield, it's a pretty good chance it's going to, you know, wash out before it gets here. Yeah. Sometimes And, and not. they slow down and stop. That's the thing. You see them on radar and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, and then they just fade out. It's like, crap. <laughs> well, a storm puts out only so much energy. It's not like a powerful front that's going to keep going. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just like a puff of air, basically. And, and then it goes, oh, yeah. and, and it kind of yeah. mixes out. Right. And then people people comment, and it generally puts those out when it's the storm is de- in decaying mode. Actually, yeah, yeah, I call it the last hurrah. It's yeah. like that engine stops and bam, all that cold air comes down. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so if you're just a few miles from the initiation of that thing, oh, you're going to get a nice breeze, right? And, and everything. So and sometimes it will spark other storms that could be severe as well. Which is weird. It, I think it just depends on time of day. There's lots of factors because sometimes you and I both say, oh, this, this may spark something and then nothing happens. Right. And then all of a sudden, bam. Well, all it the just ingredients goes. have to be there. You know, and sometimes they are and sometimes they're not. But uh, you yeah. just never know. And sometimes you have multiple outflow boundaries oh, and gosh. they just merge right on top of you. That's really fun when they slam into each other. I mean, a lot of the times we've been watching radar, we've just like five or six going all over the place. You know, they're really neat to watch actually. Once they meet together and then they have nowhere to go except up. Right. When they go up, then you're going to condense and make storms. That's, yeah. they're fun to watch. Yeah. I need times. to bring out my outflow boundary uh, weather times. school sometime. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, next week is Labor Day, uh, so we are not going to have a podcast, but uh, and and we'll see what happens on the week after that. Right. I know I'll be in Arkansas. Yeah, I may just end up doing it by myself. I had some people that want to want to guest guest there host on here, so we'll see what happens. So, okay. Well, we hope everybody is uh, well. You know, have has evacuated and you know, please avoid this this hurricane. This is not. Uh, not good. Are you looking for more stuff? Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. We need to wrap this up. Don't oh, we? I, felt, I felt something on my leg, but no, no, you yeah. you got the creepy crawlies now. Yeah. You don't have another one. <laughs> I don't, I don't have one. But I just... <laughs> oh gosh. I got yeah. it somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Got anything else besides C-Tex? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody have a wonderful Labor Day and uh, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us in two weeks, one of us at least, (laughs) for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.